Hi everybody. So welcome to episode 12 of Tetarik with Walid and we are doing something slightly different today. We are going to have a discussion on the topic Chinese privilege. By the way, for those who are online, please let me know if you can hear me. And if you have any comments or any questions you have for myself or Melin, feel free to, to type them. And before I begin, I just wanted to say that I am not the first person to introduce the term Chinese privilege. Uh, me and my co-author, my co-author and I, Dr. Humaira Zainal, we are not the first person. So we are really building on the works of people like Alfian Sa'ad and Sangita Tanapal and Haider Zaharuddin. And we are building on the foundations that they have laid. So that's the first thing. I just wanted to say that we are acknowledging our gratitude towards uh, the prior works before us. So we don't want to pretend as if we are the ones who introduced the term. Secondly is whatever Humaira and I wrote in the article uh, that some of you may have read, we stand by that. But whatever happens today is solely my responsibility. Okay, So these words are completely mine and uh, Humaira should not uh, be held liable for whatever I say here today. Alright, so this topic obviously has has gained a lot of traction in the past couple of weeks especially. Uh, and one of those reasons, one of the reasons why is because of our guest today, uh, Melin Fung, and she was a speaker at the IPS Singapore Perspectives Forum and she essentially uh, was not too pleased with the usage of the term Chinese privilege, shall we put it that way, and she will explain herself later. So I thought we should have her on and then have a discussion because we shouldn't be discussing only with people we agreed with. Otherwise, I would only be talking to myself all the, all the time, which I am perfectly capable of doing, but it wouldn't move the discourse anywhere. So I think it's quite important for us to listen to people that we disagree with as well. And without further ado, uh, maybe you can send the the request, uh, Melin. Hi. 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 Hello. I'm, hi, Melin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hi. Right. So, uh, thank you so much uh, for agreeing to come on. I think... Oh, sorry. I think your video is not working, uh, Melin. I think there's something wrong with the connection. Can you resend the video? Uh, can you resend the request, Melin? Oh, there's a question by my Sarah. Are there plans to invite... Uh, Professor Daniel Goh and Dr. Terence Chong since their reply sparked this. Uh, well, I have invited them uh, and I think Professor Daniel Goh initially said yes, but subsequently something happened and uh, hopefully I will get them on. So the offer is on, on the table. Anytime they want to come on, I'm more, more than happy to, uh, to have them on. So let's try this again. Yeah. Right, so thank you. I, want, I really wanted to commend you first and foremost for your 
willingness to come on and you immediately said yes so i i really appreciate that uh so let's get to it let's let's discuss yeah. the term uh chinese privilege and maybe my first question to you is let let me i do the preamble first maybe right so when i heard uh what you said uh and i was a bit i guess i i was a bit concerned at some at some point because you were saying that how we should be stomping on the idea and i'm not sure whether ideas should be stomped on and for me when we operate in the marketplace of ideas we should be debating and refuting and discussing and not stomp on but maybe hyperbole aside what is your what is your stance on chinese privilege so mine mine is quite clear that first of all i think it is the unearned advantages of power uh, that a chinese person derives from being uh, the majority is partly and also because of part, mostly but partly uh, because of other factors as well in singapore uh, in spite of other identities that person may have right so that's my definition and i think it's quite uncontroversial to suggest that there is chinese privilege in singapore so i just wanted you to uh, to respond and and then we can take the discussion from there by the way this is the most well attended uh, episode since episode 2 wow. so i wonder why i wonder why <laughs> well, we, uh, yes i really touched it now um first of all i want to say that i have not lived in singapore since 1974 and yet i call myself a singaporean um so I'm not so familiar with the polit- political use of the term Chinese privilege in Singapore and I read your article and so all of these are nuances that I haven't lived with I I want to have this discussion but I think it's very important to talk about terms such as Chinese privilege and I also am glad for the chance to explain what what I said in a way that um makes it clearer Sure. Um, for example, just now you just said Melan says uh, you should stomp on the term Chinese privilege. I would say that my exact my words was that if Lee Kuan Yew was here, he would have stomped on it. And you said justifiably so, right? Uh, you added you you yes, added justifiably so. So I assume that that part is your I assume yes. that is your opinion. Um Yes, it is, and yeah, I yeah. would like the the chance to sure, sure, yeah, carry on, why, carry right, on. That right, side, right. that side, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I asked for the topic of this to be called digital tsunami and the term Chinese privilege because I think it's that's really why um, we have to be very careful about the use of the term. Um, the digital tsunami means that um, underlying. Um, potential areas of uh contention within any society can actually be exploited by others outside for their own uh purposes that may not have to do with um the factors of what's going on inside a country um we have seen that and I'm living it here in the United States since you invited me we had the January 6 storming of the capitol uh this is uh This is where it was really really shocking for people in the United States who weren't close to that those um those issues and the um the use of social media and um uh, you know internet platforms um really uh is bringing new factors into how people relate to each other and 
and also how divisions can be exploited. So I, I, I really am worried about the term, use of the term Chinese privilege. For example, in your paper, you very, very carefully define there's all kinds of reasons why you can't translate white privilege to Chinese privilege. Right. The trouble is that's in an academic paper where you said it. But if you just say it out in the open, in the Straits Times, <laughs> where, where you aren't peeling apart the nuances, that you can't just say Chinese privilege equates to white privilege, <laughs> then sure. it becomes a little tricky. Right. Um, and, and, and I think it's really bringing forward the fact that in Singapore, um, the whole discussion about race has been, in fact, um, tamped down. Um, and, and I'd like to say, I grew up, you know, I, I was there in 1965. I was nine years old at Independence. Um, uh, the, the, the riots and what happened in Indonesia, all of those things were part of my own growing up. Um, and to, to some degree, I, I, I think about it as not crying fire in a crowded theater. You know, uh, in those days, in those times, it was very, very tricky to stir up racial tensions because they were already there and um, there were power plays going on, powerful people using these, the mood of the crowd to, to advance their pieces, their, whatever the agenda was. Uh, and th those were the days where it was very tricky. Um, it may not seem, it may st seem very safe still in Singapore, um, but in the US, it does not feel safe. The, the, the whole, um, the division that's, that's happening in the United States, um, you know, all of that was under the surface and it's now coming up, right? People are really seeing white supremacy and Black Lives Matter. There's many Many, many sure. th things that are going on. So. Sure. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot there to unpack, right? So, I understand the concern that the worry is the discussion is not nuanced, right? I, I, I completely get that because not everything is Chinese privilege, uh, in my opinion, right? Uh, but why is the solution to do away with the term? Why is the solution to just dismiss the term immediately? Why is the solution not? Let's have a nuanced discussion. And Let's this is... It. I actually agree. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, uh, sure. But it's, the t it's the term that, that has so much packaged inside it. Okay. So, you, sure. You... So, so maybe I'll give a few examples and then you tell me if it's not Chinese privilege, what is the term you prefer to describe the phenomenon? Okay. So when, uh, when DPM, Heng and even PM Lee has said before that SM Taman uh, cannot be Prime Minister or because the population or the older Chinese especially is not ready for a non-Chinese prime minister. Uh, what, what do you call that? What, would you, what term would you introduce to describe that phenomenon? Politics. <laughs> uh, right, but, but politics, why, why, is that, uh, why is that a better term to encapsulate what is going on, right? Because when you say politics, there are so many things that, that come under the banner of uh, politics, right? But there is a specific racial element there, right? And I'm not even saying that's racism. You're right. Because I think 
PM Lee and DPM Heng are onto something that maybe there are some people who are uncomfortable with a non-Chinese prime minister, right? Now, whether those sentiments should be uh, accepted is a is a different matter. But I think they are not right. Uh, they are not wrong on the facts, right? But how do you describe that phenomenon? The fact that SM Taman, even though he is Many people say, and I believe as well, he's clearly more than qualified, but he cannot be because of his race. Could you uh, give us a better term then to describe the phenomenon? I, 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 I can't because this whole situation of the politics inside Singapore, I tried to say before we set up this time that, that I, 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 I'm not equipped to kind of come up with terms for Singapore, sure, what's going sure. on in Singapore, because I, I don't live there and I, sure. you know, it's, right. so it's, yeah, I, I, I think that the term Chinese privilege brings up that you're advantaged in some way because yes. of some inherent thing. Yeah. So, so um, I could say you are male privilege, right? Because and I, I would, I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, and I wouldn't dismiss the, uh, the concerns of no, people that, or females who raise that term, yeah. I I would say let's have a nuanced discussion. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say, oh, there is no such thing. Well, I'm I'm not saying there is no such thing. I I live with, you know, the, the fact that some people are advantaged because of their sex or their where, where how who their parents were. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, exactly. there's lots right. of different advantages. I think the term. Privilege brings a certain um, sense of aggression that um, uh, uh, it's it's unjust, unfair, and it needs to be fixed right away. Right. right. So, right. so and so so so. Yeah. What I'm saying is that um, not every ill can be fixed right away, and sometimes if you stir up people's, um, you know get upset about this <laughs> sense uh, and, and you get a lot of people stirred up about it, then um, there's a, a, the possibility that it, it just moves into um, just rage, you know? And, and I think at this time of the digital tsunami, and I want, would like a chance to say a little bit about the dangers of this digital sure, tsunami. Sure, carry on. At the time of the digital tsunami, um, whatever rage there is or passion has a potential of being um, used for power plays, for advantage, for Sing Singapore itself is a small country in a region of many different races. And I think it's not to the benefit of anyone to bring up the racial um, issues that we are far better to say, how can we come together to collaborate to make the ASEAN region be the wonderful thriving region it could be? Um, I don't know if you know, but in 2002, I was one of the overseas Singaporeans who raised the issue that Singapore should pay attention to ASEAN, that ASEAN was going to be a rising economic region and Singapore's future was completely tied to ASEAN. And we were lucky enough as overseas Singaporeans to be, to be listened to by the cabinet. And so they went ahead. Now ASEAN is very important to MFA and, and right. talks about ASEAN.
But back right. in 2002, that wasn't the case. In right. So I think, I think let's, let's explore that a little, right? Yeah. So in 2002, that wasn't a priority. But the more people discussed it, the more it entered the public discourse. Yes. And people accepted it. Why can't yeah. we apply the same for Chinese privilege, so I, the I concept? I don't mind using the term advantage of different uh, aspects. But the, so but you would prefer a Chinese advantage over Chinese privilege? Or, or male advantage. The, the trouble about the word privilege is it has so much um, echo of the term white privilege. And the term white privilege came about in the United States where the history of slavery segregation um the the, the the i i i, I understand i understand that, but don't but, have that but i i'm not sure whether many people are saying we should adopt the terms uncritically we can use that for our first of all first of all i just want to say i'm not sure how the term using the term chinese privilege is aggressive or inciting because by the way whether we use the terms or not people are talking about it is a is a reality for Many people. And by the way, I don't. I don't purport to speak for minorities. I cannot speak for minorities. I can only speak for for myself. And I have done from the perspective of a researcher who has talked to many people about this, and also from uh, looking at what has been said and done in this country. Right. So whether we use the term, I think it's we we cannot pretend that people are not discussing it and people are not using yes. the term or people or this is a live reality for for many people. Right. So uh, that's the first thing. And second thing, right, uh, the, just because it, has, it is used in America in a particular way doesn't mean we cannot use the term in Singapore and adapt it to our context, right? I believe um, you are... Actually, you say right. I don't agree with that. Oh, okay. So uh, okay. Maybe, maybe I can give you uh, uh, an example. No, can I, can uh, I come back? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. I give you an example and then you can respond to that. So you, I believe you are a fan of secularism, right, in Singapore? I actually not sure if I I really understand the way you mean it the term. No, it's no, just, no. I'm, I'm just not saying a the term. Scientist. No, no, no. But but that's my point. You see, our our lexicon, our political lexicon, our political realities. We adopt terms from the West all the time. Of course. Democracy, multiculturalism, secularism, mm. and all of these are non-issues. Somehow, when it comes to Chinese privilege. Oh, no. we cannot adopt it because this is a Western concept. No, 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 no. I, okay, I, sure. I Carry definitely on. Yeah, disagree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I want to go back to the founding of Singapore. Um, at the time of the founding of Singapore, there was really around the world, everywhere, this idea that um, Western foreign investment meant going back to colonialism. So India, for example, didn't allow uh, foreign investment unless... Uh, uh, I think a certain amount was given to the state, uh, and and so what what I think happened in Singapore is 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 plotting our own path, right? Which is not just saying, oh, India says you know foreign investment is bad, therefore we bring it over. Singapore thinks foreign investment. In fact, it was Singapore's willingness to 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 plot its own path forward that allowed Singapore to be successful, to say, we can bring in foreign investment and we can make it work for us. And so I think that, um, of course, we, could, we should bring in what works and not bring in what doesn't work. And, and I think what I'm saying is that I'm not sure, 
in fact, I'm really sure the term Chinese privilege doesn't work for Singapore because what, what we want to do is, is plot our own path through this whole very tricky area of race. And when, when you use a term that's developed in a completely different context, but you don't know and can't control how the people listening to you are going to take it, and you also can't control how other people with other agendas might take your words and and make it. Sure, I mean I understand that I, I understand that there will be people with different agendas trying to exploit. That's even if you use the term which you suggested Chinese advantage, I don't see how that that negates those two points, right? Whether it's less aggressive or whether it's gonna be taken advantage of. So it seems to me that you are not disagreeing with the concept but the terminology or am I misunderstanding? I, I'm disagreeing about the dialogue focusing on one aspect. It's almost like there's a whole body and we are talking about the left hand only and then we are not talking about what, the right What is that whole body and what are the right hands? <laughs> what are the feet? What are the head? Okay. The, the, so I am not really into Singapore politics because I haven't lived there. Okay? But what I am into is what's going to happen in the world in the next 10 to 20 years. And that the, this uh, idea of what digital uh, technology can do is, is, is starting to happen everywhere. And Singapore is a leading country, a leading digital economy. And there is tremendous um, potential for Singapore to make a big difference in the world. And what I would like to see is the people of Singapore, regardless of race, language or religion, coming together to, to um, move the advantage forward rather than trying to say, oh, the pie is this limited, let's work out how previous advantage and future advantage can split the current pie. I'd rather us all work on expanding the pie and the growth opportunity for Singapore, for me, is really great. We, we have literally the best health system, but, but, the but those, best those, education system. Those are not... So I understand all of that. And I understand what you said uh, during the, uh, during the uh, forum as well. You know? So two things, right? One is I always compare Singapore to what Singapore can be, not just how yeah. Singapore is better than the others. I compare Singapore to its absolute best. And just because we are doing very well doesn't mean we should not be talking about the areas where we are not doing so, uh, so well in, right? Uh, so I think it seems, like a it seems like a motherhood statement when people say, oh, we must all move together. Of course, but we must also acknowledge that there are certain advantages, yeah. if we don't want to use the pri word privilege, the certain advantages. And if we are against uh, the... Uh, the term Chinese privilege because it's an American term in origin, then shouldn't the right thing to do would be to suggest an alternative term, an indigenous term that, that would make people happier and then we can move on and talk about the issues or the, because the concept, you know, when I was explaining this to my parents, who my parents are not educated, right? I was talking to them about Chinese privilege, right? And they were looking at me as if I was some idiot. Why, why do you need... Why do you need a new term for this? Everybody knows, every minority, and this is what it is, every minority knows this in Singapore. So it's, it's still, it's, it's a strange thing when people are going after the, the term rather than the concept. Because for me, that's a little bit of a red herring. I'm willing to accept whatever term uh, you suggest as long as we agree on the contents of the term. 
So I guess the the tricky thing for me is um, using terms which may uh, get the different races pitted against each other, and and I I think just like you are a man and I am a woman, um, that you know you are a very enlightened man. And so when I say, you have a male advantage, you say, yes, I do. But in yes. fact, there are many men who say, what are you talking about? Women have taken my jobs and, right. and, and so and, on. And, and, so, and the, solution, the solution would be to convince and debate with those men, right? Actually, I, I, to, I want I to say, it, some people will not be convinced right away, but I do agree sure. that, that, that the solution is more discussion, okay? And I think in Singapore, Singapore's sort of debate has got so um, I'm not compassionate and not thinking about caring for each other. And, and so I want more dialogue, but I, I would like the dialogue to be more loving and compassionate about but, how do sorry, we move forward sorry, in a Sorry, Melin, do you think, do you think the, <laughs> when you said, Lee Kuan Yew would storm on the idea and justifiably so. Do you think there was a compassionate way of no. addressing people's concerns, right? So, is it again? I mean, I'm, I, and by the way, I'm completely fine with that characterization, right? Because if you disagree with the idea, okay, carry on. We can be as forceful as, uh, as, as you like, as long as, you know, we are yeah. civil. And I think you have been very civil, and I appreciate that. So, uh, I'm saying nobody is saying that. Oh, because, okay, if there are people who are saying this, then I am completely against. This is not my understanding of Chinese privilege. Uh, oh, the Chinese have been advantaged in every aspect of life. Every single Chinese has been advantaged in every aspect of their lives, which is completely not the argument I'm making. Yeah. And therefore, we must take this away from them. Uh, that's not, that's, that's the second, the solution, right, is the second step. Right now, we cannot even agree on the first part before we get to the solution, right? Uh, so I think, Partly, one of the ways to engender more compassion is for us to actually have uh, a listening ear when, when people are actually saying this and, okay, what are your concerns? Why, is that, why do you use this term, right? Would you, would you agree with that? Yes, I would agree. I would agree with that. Right. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so uh, another thing is I, I wanted to ask you since you said you have not lived here in, since 1974, right? Yeah. But your response uh, to the question, right, was quite forceful. You, know? you were not hedging or you were not. No. Uh, and it seemed to, because this, this live chat, right, is not going to be covered by Mothership or Straits Times, right? It's not going to get the attention that the IPS forum did, right? So most probably people are going to uh, remember your comments about risks, not from this chat, right? The general public is going to remember it from that forum, right? So... If you're unsure about something, right, why, why did you take such a forceful stance against it before, before actually investigating or listening to minorities? Uh, I, I took the forceful stance because I live here in the United States and I know the way the, the term white privilege is used. And it made me very, very worried that um, it would be the term Chinese privilege would be used in a way that uses this, this sort of same, um, that, that, that is, I'm, I'm living here. There's so much anger. <laughs> there's there's so, so much 
upset and 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 you know centuries of of of, of suffering really that that have happened here and so that it's it, I, i'm living it in the kind of a real way about the white privilege term and right. and growing up in singapore i just didn't have that um i i couldn't see how it could apply um right. not okay. the way it's i'm living it here so i spoke as somebody who's been living in the united states for over 30 years right and i and i agree i think the the circumstances the blacks are facing nowhere near compared to the minorities in singapore right nowhere near uh but there would be some maybe meeting points in terms of understanding the the privilege right the unearned advantages right so maybe i'll just i'll mm -hmm. just i'll just show you something right this is from a children's book uh it was uh in the sg50 babies babies who were born in 2015 got this so my my son uh got this and one of the pages was this the only malay character in the book right was this malay lady who's a parking auntie and didn't even have a didn't have a speech uh and didn't even have a, a dialogue there and you know uh, when i showed that to many people right and then they said oh the author is not purposely trying to be racist and i agree i completely agree i am sure the author didn't purposely meant to be racist but it's still troubling nonetheless that the only malay that could come into your imagination is a parking auntie right um so i guess these are the types of issues that we and i can go on and on what about sep schools right for instance and even though i understand i am actually quite supportive of sep schools many people are not many minorities are not but i am quite supportive of sep schools i i see the need for it i'm just okay. saying that there is a certain advantage that you get from going to a sep school that you do not get uh if you do not go to one yeah perhaps perhaps we should work on where we agree okay Let's do that. I, yeah. I agree that we need to discuss these issues. I I think that we the whole world <laughs> and uh, needs to find ways to talk about the way people are different and the way the current societies have certain uh, uh you know groups are um are advantaged and privileged uh than than others. Um, I think that moving forward, the the ability to actually have those discussions in compassionate and constructive ways is the most important to me. Um, and I, I I had a story that I wanted to tell to try sure. to explain. So my daughter, um, my daughter, when she was uh, when she went to kindergarten for the first time. Uh, the teacher told me she has no fine motor skills. You, you've been a bad mother. You didn't teach her fine motor skills. And it turned out that you get fine motor skills by using scissors. And I had not let her use scissors at all <laughs> in, at home because I was the first time mother. I, didn't, I thought it was dangerous. I made sure she never had scissors. So when she went to school, she couldn't use scissors and she had no fine motor skills. Why am I telling this story? I think right. that in Singapore, because of the way Singapore started, this conversations about race didn't happen. There was a, this protective bubble. Now, what is happening? Wait, wait, now, can I, can I, can yeah. I stop you there? How do you sure. know that didn't happen? How do you know that 
this uh, this concept has only been discussed uh, in the past six seven years when the term Chinese privilege was introduced. I because as that. right, because when I was growing up, race was absolutely it was integral to every aspect of my life. Even when I thought it wasn't, but society yeah. always reminded me that it was. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, making fun of my skin color or accents or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah so, and minorities always have conversations about this. It's not. It's not exactly new, I guess. Yeah. If you are saying that minorities do not have these conversations in the in the same manner that minorities in America have, of course, because the experiences are completely different, right? Even in even in America, right, the Asian American experience is completely different from the Black experience. Even amongst minorities, there are different experiences, right? Yeah. But I'm saying that it is not exactly true that minorities have not been discussing it, and it's only that, and it's also a bit, I guess. Now, I'm not Some, saying, yeah, I'm, sure, sure. I'm yeah, saying yeah. that multi-racial discussions about it, Chinese people with Malay people, Indian people, and so on, that this, it, 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 there's been a, a chasm of, of not discussing it. Right. Right. I, 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 I'm not saying it hasn't been discussed, but that discussed as a, as a society, I, I, the the fact that and I didn't really realize that when I when I, when I said the words that I did it would cause this much trouble. So it's the fact <laughs> that it, it's the very fact that it's causing this much trouble right, right. that's letting me know that oh these discussions have not been happening. I I I, I come to this just you know observing what I can observe. I I I, I use I I. I explained why I was worried about the term, and that was because of my experience of white privilege. Right, right. I said it. I did not expect that it would suddenly light a flame. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. right. And so that's that's why I'm saying we actually need to learn how to have dialogue about these difficult issues. It's not it's not easy, but we also have to have the tools to use it. You know. I, I, I like what, the, what are my, those tools? What are those tools that we can start using and having these discussions in public? Learning, I think we we are ourselves actually demonstrating how we can have respectful and uh, uh, trying to understand what is the other person talking about. You know, having this exchange of, of listening and trying to understand the particular areas for each other, and and. And to, 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 to both feel at the end of the conversation that, oh, I learned something I didn't know before. Think about it and reflect on it. And, and on, I, I worry that the conversations try to get too much done too fast. And, and by doing that, we don't have the time to, to hear each other out. So, so I understand that. So what would be an... Uh an appropriate timeline, I guess, to discuss this, right? Because it, this is not the first time, right, we've, we've heard uh, such objections, right? Because, oh, the society is not ready. It's another standard one when we, we do not want to discuss controversial topics. Society is not ready. Or let's have respectful conversations, right? When I think generally conversations are respectful, 
other than Twitter, but nothing's respectful on Twitter anyway. If you go on Twitter, you should expect to not have respectful conversation. But between, I think generally the, the conversations on privilege have been quite, quite respectful. Uh, and I think that we are having quite a respectful conversation. So, mm -hmm. so what would be an appropriate timeline then? Where what are the markers? Maybe yeah. not not a time where oh yeah, by yeah, 2025. Yeah, yeah but no, what no, are the markers maybe... where society would be ready to discuss this? I think that um, all what comes to mind for for what happened from my my knowledge is it really took a whole generation for uh, tobacco. To be, you know, people knew tobacco was dangerous, but it, it was really by uh, uh, teaching children in kindergarten and so on. And this whole new generation had to come up before uh, really that, you know, it was possible to have the, the whole tobacco thing go down. So it may be that we have to start uh, teaching in, in kindergarten um, about how, how to talk about these things. And, and it's not that people don't know how to have respectful conversations. It's just there's so much suffering. Um, there's so much suffering due to, you know, this whole idea of advantage and the difficulties, how you were teased when you were young. Um, there's so much suffering. Some of it cannot be handled at our generation. I'm much older than you. But it's 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 difficult now. How we can help children end up learning to to be um, to to truly grow. I I understand that, right? But every time there is a movement to introduce something, mm -hmm. there's always a pushback, which is which is standard. That happens all the time, right? So I see this pushback against the term. Are those Chinese... pushback against tobacco education? Exactly, exactly. Right? That's my that's they my point. So I'm saying really hard, I'm saying right? I'm saying that this is this is normal, right? This is normal. You expect whenever you introduce a new idea and people to push back, and it plays out in the con contestations of contestation of ideas, right? In the and marketplace of ideas, at least, yeah. right? Uh, so, would you say since that IPS forum, uh, and now, <laughs> would anything have changed or your opinions about, specifically with regard to your opinion about Chinese privilege or Chinese advantage, whatever it is, is there anything that would have changed or would you still stick to your guns in terms of how you characterize uh, Chinese privilege? Um, I, I think now I understand more the, the sort of fire that I lit. And I wish I had had more time to say my concern was that the term white privilege is so loaded and it has so much um, suffering. <laughs> it's, it's being used in the United States for so much suffering that I was really worried. Um, you see, the, the, the thing is, right, the, the funny thing for me is, right, you said we shouldn't uh, import the term. Uh, white privilege because it originates from America, right? And then the concerns that you are saying are based on the American context, not the Singaporean context. The violence and the, uh, the discontentment, the racial uh, aggravations between the... That's, that's about America, right? That's not, yeah. that's not Singapore. So no, aren't that's... you actually guilty of what you are saying? Like You are importing the problems of those countries and you are... Uh, putting it in, in Singapore. And this is what may happen 
if you we we use the term chinese privilege um i really have to uh say what 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 triggered me was what i because i i had said i had talked about the health system i don't know if you remember yes yes <laughs> right. yeah that i had so i had been studying the singapore health system and comparing it to the american health system and what had worried me was that um people were taking arguments from the american health system and bringing it up in the singapore context and it 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 did it it didn't apply and in fact could have potentially made the singapore health system more like the american health system which i really didn't want because it cost you know four times as much but that has nothing to do with chinese privilege right the healthcare system debate what what has okay, that got okay, to do with the, the, yeah. the, the, the thing that i saw was that um that the american um cultural uh the, the use of words the the topics and so on is so strong in the american um tv episodes and movies and so on it it comes to singapore through sure media. Uh, yeah, and, right and i guess in uh, in a way that's inevitable because of american hegemony right and the fact that we are in english speaking country as well but again i don't see the link between healthcare and chinese privilege specifically right unless you're saying because singaporeans are importing discussions on healthcare therefore they will import discussions on white privilege as well i worry about that I do. I I think I think you okay. you got, you got so, it. That's should that's actually why I was Right. Right, right. Okay. Shouldn't shouldn't we give more credit to Singaporeans in their abilities to ex- import concepts, distill it and use it in the Singaporean context? I'm happy to I can only give my own reaction. It was an honest reaction at the time. Sure, sure. And I you I, I appreciate it. You're educating me that there's a Uh, a, a much more um uh that i should be you know i i think i think discussion is important i'm looking at the comments here you know yeah so yeah yeah this <laughs> that the comments are unfortunately can be quite brutal sometimes yeah so i i just wanted to say that i i really appreciate you coming on because you didn't have to you didn't have to so i appreciate that uh and i think uh there was there was some consternation on the part of minorities right because it seems like the the instinctive reaction right the instinctive reaction uh is to dismiss and this is the instinctive reaction we get throughout our lives Uh, I, I we, it's very common whenever somebody makes a racial joke, for instance. Oh, why are you so sensitive, right? So the when that happened at an IPS forum, uh, to no fo- pushback whatsoever. I think that was what really, 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 really. I, I would, I don't want to use the word hurt <laughs> because I, I really don't want to. I don't want to play victim. But that was really, uh, upset what a lot. Uh, upset a lot of minorities so yeah. i mean uh, so i would appreciate as well in the comments i mean you can criticize her ideas uh, people i think we shouldn't uh, criticize her character or personality because again she she agreed to come on and i fully appreciate it because many people would not uh, so 
just so one more yeah like sure sure carry on carry on really. carry on carry on yeah at no point was there ever any feeling on my part that i was trying to hurt minorities i i didn't feel that i didn't feel that you were going out of your way to to hurt uh, minorities it's just that the outcome of what was said was it seemed a little dismissive to me as in that was that was my my concern uh, but you have uh, i think explicated your stance and your ultimate worry is about singaporeans using the term uncritically okay. adopting it and i think that is a point of agreement between okay. ourselves uh, i wouldn't want singaporeans to use the term uncritically as well and not everything is racism not everything is chinese privilege uh, i think we must be we must be more uh in uh, a word that was used a lot at the ips forum we must be nuanced in our approaches right but being nuanced doesn't mean that we do not acknowledge a problem exists right yeah and so if i if i have to have a final thought on this sure carry on i think um what i hope for and this potential of singapore in the digital world is to be a example and to be an example of compassionate dialogues about differences and differences in advantage compassionate in a way that we actually take action to make things so that everyone can participate and realize their potential that's that's the dialogue i would like to concentrate on rather than you know who's a bad person uh is there anybody who who said that who's a bad person when i mean are there any academics who say when we use the term chinese privilege is about uh, identifying who are bad people or what <laughs> no but I, no academics at at doing that but i because of how much suffering that there has been sometimes you know because if you've been hurt and and you want to blame somebody <laughs> then if you hear oh that's the one to blame right understand go after understand. that right 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 we mustn't start saying oh chinese people all chinese people are like this. then that that would be an example of of what you said so i think uh, that is a point of agreement so uh, maybe maybe I'll, i'll let you have the last word is there anything else you want to say yeah i want i i i'm very proud of being a singaporean i think singapore has a lot to offer the world and i look forward to being part of that um even from afar i have maintained my singapore citizenship and i really believe in singapore as a great example for the world and i'm proud of all of you it's the whole world looks on singapore as an economic miracle a social miracle and so um the stronger that we are all together the more our example can be used by others to to actually help um you know plot their own paths forward just like singapore plot its own path right thank you so much for coming on and agreeing it's not the easiest thing to do right uh coming on and uh doing this but i really appreciate it i think we have shown that we can have a respectful mm-hmm. conversation on this yes. uh without uh resorting to making police reports no about the issue so thank you melin and i really appreciate it and thank you everyone for tuning in